Welcome to the Golden Ghouls podcast. <laughs> we are the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and it's episode seven, and it's time to get spooky. This week, we're talking about my favorite place in the whole world. It's a great place. It's the best place, the spookiest place. The most humid. Ha hot. Wow, this sounds like a great place. Emily, where is it? (gasps) New Orleans. Oh my god. Oh, wow. Yeah, my parents went last weekend. I'm so it's forever so jealous. Do you say Super. New Orleans? I say New Orleans. I say both. It depends. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's how it's how the girls feeling. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Today, New Orleans. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. taking it back. I'm okay. taking it back. It's been a rough day, so I'm gonna have to do it for myself. Gotcha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my lord. Yeah, but like they were there, and so and last you weekend? know your girl Linda. Mm-hmm. She's all about them ghosts. So she would. She stayed at Hotel Montelli, Montelion. 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 Mm. Oui. Oui. Yes. Oui. Yeah. It's a haunted place. She said nothing about it, but listen, she went to the. Oh, she tried. She like really tried. Yeah. Guys, and honestly, she gave me some great information about a couple places, but like, she she really saw nothing. Oh. She even went to the um, Pirates Alley Cafe. Yeah. Got that absinthe. And I've been there too. She she was like the ghosts didn't come to me. No, the yellow fairies weren't there. I did not see a ghost at that the pirates. I can't remember the name of it, but I didn't pirates see. Alley. Is that what it's called? I, I mean, that's what I wrote down. That sounds right. <laughs> that sounds right. It's right under. I want to say William Faulkner had an apartment there. Dope. She didn't tell me that either. What is the girl? She's leaving information. That might not be correct. It might have been somebody else, but I want to say that that's who it was. We'll follow. We'll follow up on that. But the hotel Monteleon. We're wrong. (laughs) The hotel Monteleon is one of the best places. Okay. Well, tell me about that. Okay. So. Okay, my two favorite things about the Montelion, mm-hmm. they have a bar that's a, an old carousel, and it <gasps> moves around, like spins Shh. around. Linda, I'm coming for you. But it's really hard to get a seat there. Do so, you have a reservation? No, you can't. They don't take reservations, but it's just really hard to get a seat there. But you know when I got a seat there? My birthday. Do you sit on a horse? You sit in just, like, seats, but the seats all have different kind of, like, artwork on the back, kind of, like, carousel-themed artwork. And do you guys it's move really beautiful. just the bar move? The whole thing moves. That's so, nauseating. Yeah. I've thrown up before. It's not. It's a very slow turn. Okay. Like mm-hmm. the like the earth? Yes. Okay. About that slow. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> the drinks are delightful. <laughs> One time I met Hannibal Burris there. But that's not my favorite thing. So exciting. My second favorite thing is their Chex Mix. <laughs> Wait. It's so good. Table Chex Mix? Yes. How is it and different from the brand? It's. Chex I'm Mix. pretty sure that they make it there. So, it's just better. They make their own Chex I Mix? I think they make their own they Chex Mix. They make their Mix. own pretzels and... I don't um, know that they're making their own pretzels, but they definitely make the like seasoning for it. You can tell that it's not just like standard Chex Mix, and it's got a few different things in it, too, than a standard wow. Chex Mix. It's exciting. It's so good. You guys, but, I'm already on board with Hotel Montelion. But also, mm-hmm. it's haunted. Oh, and also, <laughs> yes. if you're ever, like, braving bourbon, you can sneak over to the Monteleon for an actual nice bathroom. 
So oh, oh they got a nice bathroom. They have nice. I mean, it's a nice That's hotel. Linda knows how to set it up for herself. Yes, you know yeah, she yeah. stays in those spooky places, but she cannot clean dirty. That's not going to happen. No, mm-hmm. it's it's a truly beautiful hotel. So I, I also found out a little bit of its history. Mm. So mm. it was fun. originally called the Commercial Hotel, which it's boring. It's boring, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, that seems... Yeah. So, it was established in 1886 by Antonio Monteleon. Yeah. Mm. And it's still we... operated by the family today, which is pretty crazy. The Monteleon family? The, yes, the Monteleon family. Wait, when, family. when did he when did he get it? 1886. Wow. Yeah, so it's been around. Wow. It's been around. It's had... Reproduction. Oh. Oh, oh my God. Gosh. Who is calling that from the other side? That is my fault. Oh, my gosh. Moving on. Oh, we're going to forget that somebody I called, called myself us. out. Um, it's had... <laughs> disrespectful. And I've it, been that way all day. <laughs> in its time, it's had three major expansions. It's gone from 64 rooms to 600 rooms. Whoa. Yes. I didn't even realize that there were that many rooms in this place. But apparently there are. Huh. Yeah. So, it was one of the few family-owned hotels to actually weather the Depression, so it's safe to say that the place itself has seen some shit. Mm -hmm. Some hard times, some struggle. It's been weathered. Yeah. It has been weathered. The hotel itself was actually, like, completely razed at one point and rebuilt because Mm. they they wanted more, more, Mm. more rooms. Um, But it's truly beautiful. Yeah, I'm I'm enchanted. It's a really cool place. We'll have to go. Um... So, one of the most popular haunts is this one particular door that opens at almost the same time every evening and then closes again, even though it's locked. And what? no one can figure out how, the, how this is happening. Is there video footage of this? Uh, I don't know if there's video footage. I didn't, and who I didn't look for it? it. Employees, guests, everybody's seen it. Somebody needs to run for it when it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> who Maybe who goes there? Mm-hmm. They don't have any video footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're running. Um... Another, so this is a really popular story. So on one occasion, this elevator stopped on the wrong floor, and this couple gets out, and they start walking down the hallway not realizing that they're on the wrong floor, and it gets super chilly all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. and they see ghostly children playing, Mm -hmm. and they're like, holy Mm -mm. shit. Then they realize they're not even on the right floor, so they're like, they book it out of there, and then the kids are just like cackling. (gasps) Ew, what? Cackling yeah. And how were they ghostly? Were they were they dressed? Old they fashioned? were probably dressed in like period clothing. Of some Their sort. voices sounded kind of muffled, like distant. Yeah, Not something really wasn't fair. right. They knew that they weren't. They they knew that they weren't in. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys get the picture. You, know, you, know, you I, know. We had to set that picture. Yes. That's yeah. why I had that, you know. It was too vague. That. Yeah. It was. So all these circle circling stories. <laughs> um, in March of 2003, the International Society of Paranormal Research spent several days there, and they made contact with more than a dozen earthbound entities. Wow. Yes. More than a dozen? Yeah. So maybe like 13. That's the most we've heard so far, huh? It's it's quite a few. That's a lot. But in 600 rooms, you have to have... Jesus There's true. a lot of space. So mm-hmm. among them were several former employees, including a man named William Red Wildmere. Mm, yes. Excuse-moi. He, indu- <laughs> oh. 
he died inside of the hotel of natural causes, but he told them that he was natural there. causes. He was present. Wow. There is another friendly spirit. It's that of a toddler. His name is Maurice Beger. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So he actually passed away in the hotel, and his distraught parents returned frequently in hopes he might visit them. That's sad. And Would they still return. Yeah. Aww. I mean, they don't. They don't return anymore. Oh, they did. They're but dead. I think they've since perished. Yeah. Oh, um, he did Even eventually worse. appear to his mother, and he told her, "Mommy, don't cry. I'm fine." Oh. Yeah, it's really sad. That is... Oh. I wonder if he said it in French. <laughs> it doesn't say that, but if it did, I probably couldn't read it, mm-hmm. so... So she's glad it did. So I'm glad. <laughs> um, but guests do report that they still see him near the room where he died on the 14th floor, which is actually... The 13th floor. Yes, you guessed it. What did he die That's from? That's crazy to me. I this... couldn't find what he died from, but he did die there. There were a few articles about him. Something, you know. He just died. Yeah. Overall, though, the employees, guests, say that they've never encountered an angry entity, not one that wanted to cause them harm. They're just more playful and kind of living right there beside them. So, Mm -hmm. Well, that's pleasant. Yeah. That's similar to the uh, bourbon Orleans Hotel. Oh, yeah. I have to say Bourbon Orleans. Bourbon Orleans. 717 Orleans Street. Oh, girl. Uh-huh. Tell us about that one. Yeah. So, stories of the rooms in the mm. corridors mm. of the Bourbon Orleans Hotel have been haunted. And the stories are about as old as the hotel itself. Yeah. That's a lot of well, haunts okay. over the years. How old Wait, is when, hotel? when did the hotel open? Uh, I think in the 18... I'll tell you. Uh, we'll, I guess we'll find it's out. To right it's here. to come. Facts and figures. So before the hotel existed, the site was home to the historic Orleans Ballroom and Theater. Mm. Nice. Before being converted into a convent in the late 1800s. Ah. Quite the switch. <laughs> Ghosts who roam the halls and rooms of the Bourbon Orleans today lived during many different eras. Okay. Of the building's history. So cool. Right? So the Bourbon Orleans Hotel ranks as one of New Orleans' top haunted hotels. I want to go to that one. It looks like a really nice place. Every time you walk by, popping off, all the guests, the people look like they're having a great time. Mm -hmm. So. They're filled with good spirits. I'd say so. It seems so historical. It is. There are a few different Dirty bathrooms. No, um, nice bathrooms. I thought the other one just had the nice bathrooms. I mean, there most There's of the hotels have nice bathrooms. I'm just <laughs> saying if you're on bourbon and you're drinking, mm. you're not going to come across a nice bathroom, so you sneak over to the Montelion. Mm. You'll mm. sneak. Yeah. I see. Yeah, nice mm-hmm. AC, refreshing, mm-hmm. although the bathrooms definitely have a, a spooky vibe. Right. Yeah, so That's anyway. That's also a reason to go. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So back to the Bourbon Orleans Hotel. Yes. Bourbon. The rumored haunts. A famous one is the Confederate soldier. Oh! Yeah. There's a story of the Confederate soldier, or as people call, the man. <laughs> was, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That surrounds both the sixth and the third floors. And similar to Alyssa's children's story, ah. children's in nuns. So a yellow fever 
epidemic struck New Orleans during the time that the hotel was a convent and an orphanage. <gasps> I wonder if that's how Maurice died. Is that his name? Maurice was... Oh, maybe the yellow fever? Yeah. Perhaps. Or snaps. So the ghost children and the female apparitions found at the Bourbon Orleans Hotel are most likely from the era of the Sisters of the Holy Families Convent Girls' School, mm. Medical Ward, and Orphanage. There was a lot going on. Yeah, there. that's a, but that's why I feel like it's so interesting. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's layers it's and so layers much history of lives. there. Yeah, and all you know? of those places. And nuns are scary. Dead nuns? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Dead virgin nuns? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. I can't handle it. So the most frequently told story after the Confederate soldier story mm. is a tale of a little girl rolling her ball mm-hmm. and chasing it down the sixth floor quarters. Yep. That's creepy. Light footsteps can often be heard in the hallways. Mm. Mm. What do you think about that? Maybe, it, well, maybe it's, maybe it's somebody. It's a little girl. <laughs> it's gotta be somebody. It's something. Yeah, I... I, I wasn't you... looking down the hallway. <laughs> If you take any ghost tour, so every time I go to New Orleans, I have to take a different ghost tour. Of course. And they'll always tell you about the little girl who rolls the ball. Hmm. So. She's famous. I've never seen her, but I believe it. Yeah. When we go. Mm. It's hard to say. And they also have the Orleans Ballroom. So the famous Orleans Ballroom, home to the grandest social events of the 19th century. Ah, I like this. I like where this is going. Just you wait. It's also home of a lonely ghost dancer. Oh. Seen dancing underneath the ballroom's crystal chandelier. Oh, Picture shit. Picture it. Yo. Right? I you wonder guys. if she knows the ghost who's at the movie theater in Salem they should pair up oh because God. he's in his tuxedo and he... They really they'd be the perfect They'd match. be a perfect couple. They I were, think we could be matchmakers. we afterlife matchmakers. What would that make us? Oh, this is happening. Patties. What's that girl's name? Patty the matchmaker? Oh, millionaire matchmaker. <laughs> we're a bunch of patties. I don't know if they... If, if these ghosts have money, I'm... I'll do it. Yeah, we're down. Yeah. Several reports have been made of the rustling and a person hiding behind the draperies in the ballroom. Fuck no. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's terrifying. They're just moving what? around, you know, without a window open or a person actually there. No. Mm. You know in scary movies they always want to put someone behind drapes and it's yeah. like... Like in Scream. No. No. Yeah. And yeah, no. That's get a high there. school you know, boy. Get out Good of God. There. Yeah. Uh, Yo, you reminded me of something. What? I got some history in New Orleans. <gasps> you Family do? Family history? Family history. You know, Linda and Tim, <laughs> they don't talk about this often. <laughs> so it's hard to remember mm-hmm. that my great aunt Chris mm-hmm. is there bumping around, jamming, dancing on Bourbon Street every night. Chris. What does she do? Yo, but she owns this club. She owns she- it. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Chris Owens Club. Y'all look Chris her up. Owens. Five hundred Bourbon Street. Whoop whoop. It's a, a freaking. It's a freaking dive, you guys. Listen, it's like a. It's like a strip. It's like a striptease vaudevillian burlesque show. I don't know, but she'll get crazy with you. I'm intrigued. We need to go. We need to hang out with Chris. We need to yes, get haunted. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. She'll give us a bunch of we hurricanes. Need to use the I love it. Bathrooms. The Montelion's bathrooms. Ooh, I can't wait. Oh, I love the Montelion. 
How, how do we forget these things, I you don't know? know. I don't know. Family. Did, did you say that your parents also went to Muriel's? Oh, my gosh. She did. She said she they went there. What's They Muriel's? sat... Okay, I'll t- oh, let me tell you about it yeah. first. So you you know, <laughs> dude, lots of history there. Is it a so, restaurant? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've never been. She ju- she just mentioned they went there, sat in some rooms. Yeah, went to some balconies, <laughs> took some pictures. Yeah, but um, seventeen seventy eight. No, seventeen eighteen. 1718? Yeah, let me take it back. 1718. Se- sevens and ones can look alike, so I can well, see I how you might it. get... Well, I drew it. I honestly drew it like a one... I like a, look at that. I drew uh, yeah, it like a, like a seven. seven. But that's not... It's not it. We'll post a photo of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, my notes are crazy, but it's how I remember stuff. You just draw big things. Like a square would remind me of a note. But anyways, let me go on. So... So a French Canadian, Mr. Claude T. Uh, his his last name, you guys, is super hard. It's like trep tropican Yes. Don't ask me to say. I call him Claude T. Okay. I you like know? that. Claude T. You guys go way back. Yeah, he found this plot of land, built a little small cottage. What he didn't know was that land was going to become super crazy popular mm-hmm. called Jackson Square. Yeah. You recognize mm-hmm. it? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Haunted. So, mm. It's very haunted. Yeah. yeah. So it, the, the land around him blew up. They started building things. It was getting popping. He sold it off to uh, Jean-Baptiste. Uh huh. A very wealthy man who recognized that this was going to become something great. So he ended up tearing down the cottage, Ugh. building an elaborate home for himself. Yeah. And just he just hung out, you know? Okay. That's fine. Eventually, he was done with New Orleans and he got to, he had to sell the, he had to sell the place. So he sold it in an auction and our good friend Pierre Pierre Philippe De M. I just wrote M because I I just can't say last names in French. French is hard, but I never learned French. I asked my mom to let me take classes, but she was like, You're not You're never gonna, gonna use, use that. that. And I was like Was it offered in your high school or college? Both. She made me take Spanish for years. Yeah, I took Spanish also. Right. It's but because anyway. we're from it's because we're from Texas. It makes sense to take Spanish here. I agree. But she took... Oh, whatever. Okay, anyways, moving on. Pierre. Um, he purchased it. Mm-hmm. And he purchased it for him and his family. He had a plantation outside of town. So he had it as, like, a little city, a city home. Mm-hmm. You know, where he would go into New Orleans. Wouldn't that be nice to have a city home? You freaking know it. I mean, I only have a city home. True. I um, guess. That's <laughs> nice to have yeah. options. Yeah. Outside of the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Preferably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he, he had it, but then there was a, there was the great fire of 1788. They had several fires. Yes. Several fires in New Orleans. Burned a lot of things down on Jackson Square. That's why the architecture is the way that it is. That's why there are so many different styles because they've had so many fires. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. And a lot of, do we know, do we know why the, yeah, is it flammable? What's the, what's the problem with the city? (sighs) 
I know why, but it's not coming to me right now, so I'll get back to you. We're probably going to have to do a second New Orleans episode because there are so many haunts. So, in the second one, I can tell you all about the fires. We always forget to mention that we're going to double. Yeah, this has to be a second. We're going to come back to New Orleans. Yeah. Um, Anyways, there was a great fire, 1788. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of this city home that Pierre bought in this auction from Jean-Baptiste was burnt Ugh. down like a, a, a sliver of his of his merchandise so he was like let's rebuild so he made it even more elaborate he built his dream home wow but homeboy Pierre you guys he had a gambling problem Ugh. did they he lose the house because of this is that Listen, where this is going his drunk ass gambled the house what an idiot. He the freaking house in 84. <laughs> he left him there. Oh no, I don't know. The kids were part of the deal. He's like, this is a take up. I mean. No, he so. was, he, after this happened, he woke up the next day, dudes. He was. Distraught. Uh, he was distraught. He was shocked. He was like, what have I done? So before he could even give the house away, committed suicide I, on the oh. second floor. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With his kids inside? With his kids inside. His wife was in bed, oh still asleep. No, but listen, so he committed suicide on the second floor. The It was the slave quarters at the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, Muriel's says that he still haunts the place, and he's like a little speck of light oh. floating around because he, he, he loved his dream home so much he couldn't leave. Uh, you know? Was all of well, what Muriel's is now, that was all his home? I'm assuming. It's a big place. Mm-hmm. Must be. Yeah. It is. But there apparently is are so many haunts because oh, yeah. it's been around for so long. Because is he the one who they reserve a table for, or is that somebody else? I'm thinking so because Linda said they. Well, I don't know what the red room is. The so they have um, they have like a lounge. It's called the seance room or the, the seance, seance lounge. Yes, that's where he resides. Okay. Okay. He's in the seance lounge. Okay. Right, which was the second floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she she said she went in there, she held her arms out, she was like, come on, you know? He did not. He didn't come, uh. but she took some pictures. <gasps> and? Some dots showed up. And he is known to show in a sparkling light. Wow. So Isn't... they weren't there before, but when she looked back, there were dots, and she was like, hmm. Wow. Yeah. But then my my brother tried to to invalidate her, which was which was sad for her. She was it Van, or was, was it Alex? Freaking Alex. Oh, <sighs> Alex! What is he doing? No, we love you. What represent? He's just a devil's advocate. But just like watch it, like you just gotta believe. Oh, I just hate that. Believe. I feel like the the ghost. So there is a table that is always set for the ghost. But I don't know if it's for Pierre or if it's for someone else. I feel like it's for a female presence, but I could be wrong. We can all follow up. Do you think it's for his wife? I don't know. I didn't read anything about his wife. I didn't read anything about any family. He was... I need to know. He he didn't sound like the best guy. I mean, he had a gambling problem. Yeah. I dined there on my birthday. I didn't really feel anything super weird. I kept wanting to ask the server, and I kept asking Steve, like, is it weird if I ask the server? But I never did. 
Mm. They have you should that's do really that. Good. You should always mm. do that, you guys. If it's haunted, you ask. See, my dad asked the waiter too. He said, <laughs> mm-hmm. "Do you have you seen any ghosts here?" And the guy just said yes. And I was like, "Dad, you didn't follow up on Elaborate. that." Elaborate. Yes. And he was like, "No, you, you just walked." He just, he just walked there. away. I, and I was like, "I would have let him walk away." What are you doing? I wonder if they're not really supposed to talk about it. Why? Why? I don't know. Probably get a better tip. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you tell me ghost stories, tip. I will tip quite handsomely. Yes. <laughs> so, hot, hot tip. Hot tip. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Did they do anything else while they were in the big, the big easy? Mm, You know, they went to some plantations. <gasps> do you know which plantations? I don't. We're gonna have to get back to you because I think that's for yeah. that should be safer because we're mainly on bourbon right now. Yeah, you yeah. Know? We're kind in the of city. we're all over in the quarter. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm gonna tell you guys about one of my favorite places in the quarter. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. We. <laughs> okay, so it's the pharmacy museum. The pharmacy <gasps> museum is so lovely. It's quaint. It's adorable. It's so close to one of my favorite stores. UAL, if you're there, check it out. Get some designer duds on the cheap. Yo, she's got the hookup. Yeah. Nailed it. But the pharmacy museum is truly lovely. If I ever get married, <clears throat> I want to get married Steven. at the pharmacy museum. It allows dogs. It's <gasps> super cute. Anyway. What a, what a great place. So I'll see you guys there. Yep. So anyway, Louis Dufilho. Junior, <laughs> she's good at that. Was born in 1788 in Meran, France. I don't know. Mm. It sounds good to it me. Does. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. he was the son of Jean, Jean, mm. Jean de Villo, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jean Marie Bonnet. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Who moved to the? Uh, they moved their family to New Orleans sometime between 1800 and 1803. As most of them. So did. not. You know, it could be any time in there. Okay, do, do we know why all these people moved to New Orleans in this time? Like, why was it a hot spot? We need to follow up on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I gotta dig deeper. Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I got, I got cues. I got questions. There is... No problem. There were things going on. So, Louis also had a, an older <laughs> brother. What do you think his name was? Jean. It was Louis. <laughs> oh. Um... So, the older Louis and Jean opened a pharmacy at 12 Toulouse Street, and the census records show that the family also lived here in 1805. So, they purchased this pharmacy and lived there. Um, In 1816, Louis Jr., the youngest, graduated from the College of Pharmacy in Paris, France. So, then he returned to New Orleans, and the brothers started their own pharmacy at 63 Charter Street. And then the younger Louis started his own pharmacy at the present-day location of the Pharmacy Museum, and that happened in 1823. So, it goes way back. It really does. It's been around. Mm. So, the family lived there until 1855, and then they sold it to Flaita Stupas. (laughs) Wow. And her husband, uh, Dr. Joseph Dupas. I can get Joseph. Wait, is is Flightus, like, is she a wealthy woman? I don't know, but they purchased it for 18 grand, which sounds like a lot of money in 1855. Right. So, uh, Dupas' family lived in the home until his death in 1867, and he died from syphilis. Ugh. 
Yo, whoa, did she have it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) one of the ghosts that is famous in the pharmacy museum is said to be the doctor himself. According to local legend... um, He's looking for syphilis medicine. Yeah, seriously. He imposed shocking experiments on pregnant slaves. Ugh. Yeah. And other people have stated that he performed voodoo rites within the property itself. So He's the worst. Yeah, so he was up to no good, and it it makes sense that he hasn't passed on and settled down. He's in heck, for sure. Um... Today it said that his ghost haunts the pharmacy museum primarily after it closes. He's seen wearing a brown suit and most oftentimes a matching brown hat. Mm-hmm. So he's got a, a, a head-to-toe look. Mm. Um, they say he's a man in his mid-60s, short, stocky, large mustache. So he, wow. yeah. Cute. He's known to throw books. Move display items. He's in, he's in pain. Yeah. So the dis- not oh, cause syphilis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they say that he moves display items, and these displays are so intricate. I mean, there are tons of bottles of every little thing. I mean, he's got to be making a mess if he's moving stuff around. Yeah. Yeah. Calm down. Um. He's also known to trigger the alarm systems with his movement, and they're like nobody's in that building, but they're going off. Mm. Yeah. So, guests feel a general uneasiness, especially pregnant guests. Mm -hmm. Investigators say this could be linked to the pregnant women that he was said to have tortured. Right, right, right. Which would make sense. Um, Employees have also seen two children inside the building, a boy and a girl, and two of the Dufilho. (laughs) Dufilho. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never know. Um, two, of, <laughs> two of that family's children, a boy and a girl, passed away while the family lived there. So oh. that could explain yeah. why they're still hanging out. But wow. that's the pharmacy. Museum. I love a good pharmacy. Museo de right. Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's super cute. I think that you guys would really, really love the pharmacy museum. It's a Absolutely. great place. I also want to know why voodoo was a thing in New Orleans. We will probably have to do a whole voodoo episode. We're going to have to do a whole thing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it is... There's too many facts and figures. I, you need to educate me. Yeah. you'll. Mm-hmm. I I can tell you all about the voodoo. Yeah. I'm excited for yeah. that. Kylie, you're looking at me like you have something to say. Well, it's reminding me ah. of like that devil story. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. What? The devil's house. There's a devil's house? Yeah. It's a legend, but it's a popular one. Okay. So sometime during the 1820s, give or take a year, Mm. the devil himself allegedly took a mistress in New Orleans named Madeleine Freneau. 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 How'd they know he was the devil himself? Was he like, I'm the devil? It's a legend, but it's a popular one because they're ghosts associated. What's that Rolling Stones song? (laughs) <laughs> it's the devil song. Yes. Or he's the devil. Anyways, maybe I'll think of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the devil took Madeline as his mistress. Oh, I would oh, love that. Oh, Madeline you... so- sounds like a cute little girl. Like, I feel yeah, bad like already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, listen to what he did for her. Was it Madeline? 
No. Oh, <laughs> uh, was she in France? France? Yes, she was but that's in way later. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's okay. So he built her a luxurious, ornate mansion to accommodate her. What a devil. Right? And so while he provided Freno with a lavish lifestyle, she ultimately grew bored of him and took on another lover. What the the hell was she thinking? Well, I mean, he gave her everything she wanted. So did he, wait, so he killed her? Listen, honey. I'm sorry, I jumped ahead. I get so excited. I know. The devil's involved. So here's Madeline cheating on the devil devil himself. Yeah. Stupid as hell. Yeah. Yeah. And so her her other lover, her new plaything, his name was Elcide Cancien. Hmm. And they he must not... have been a man, huh? He must have been quite a man. Hey, I have to. I have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is what I mean. To 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 be like, I'm gonna screw over the devil for you, baby. Yeah, <laughs> he must have been. I know. And they didn't keep it a secret from him. They didn't hide it. They were very open about their affair. Can you hide anything from the devil? That's though? true. Isn't he like God? He sees everything. She's right. If I had he's, to guess. He's all seeing. So yeah. she was like, there's no way. We're just going to expose. I mean, he was there. You know, he's chilling in yeah, the he was like, in, He was like on the couch and they yes, were next to absolutely. him making out. So one night while they were having dinner in the ballroom. They were all having dinner? Yes. <laughs> they were. I think it was just Alcide and Madeline. You're Maybe? right. No, no, no. You are right. Okay. Oh. But. They were having dinner. Yeah, they were having dinner. <laughs> So, Kensian told Madeline that the devil had made him an offer. Mm. Classic devil. That is yeah. classic. So, he would give the devil, Madeline, along with $1,000, because Madeline just simply wasn't enough. And all they had to do in return was adopt the name Mr. and Mrs. L, like the letter. Weird. Like Lucifer? We. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> However, Kansian said that he had refused the deal because he had already grown tired of her. <gasps> How the tables have turned. <sighs> what a, a bastard. Fit, in a fit of rage, Madeline killed Kansian. Oh, no, Madeline. And then the devil came in afterward to devour them both. <gasps> oh. Plot twist. Didn't see that coming. That escalated so quickly. I know, I know. So, apparently, before the mansion was torn down in the 1930s, reports claimed that the ghosts of Madeleine and Cancien would replay the events of that dinner, and an image of the devil was seen outside the house with blood dripping from his mouth. Ew. Hannibal Lecter. No, thank you. Where was that mansion? Um, that is on Charles Street. Oh, Charles but Ave, it was torn Charles down Ave. in the 30s. So they, what did they rebuild it as? 1930s. Hmm. We don't know. It's don't something. Know. Something's there. Speaking of the devil, do you know Delphine Lolori? No, is that him? <laughs> uh, no. So that is a woman, and she mm. was fucking devilish. So she was fresh. 
A lot of people know about her because of American Horror Stories Coven, the third season. I never saw oh that God. one. Oh, yes. Okay, we have been meaning to. We have to talk about the fact that the eighth season is going to be a crossover between my two favorite seasons. Yep. Me too. Coven well. and Murder House. Mm-hmm. What? Yes, yeah. it's gonna be. So I need to good. watch. Okay, I need to watch. If it's on a Monday night, we're gonna just have to change podcast recording. I think it's night. usually on Wednesdays, okay. but good thing we'll find out. Mm-hmm. So, the Lalori Mansion. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage also owned the house at one point, which is oh. a, a funny fact about it. But um, so Delphine Lalori. Her third, so she was married three times. Mm. The third was to Leonard Louis Nicholas LaLaurie. So that's how she ended up. LaLaurie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he was 20 years her junior, which made their relationship super scandalous at the time. Oh, yay. Um, She already had a few kids, like two, I think she had two or three daughters. How old were they? Um, They were a little older at the time. Uh. Um. He was a physician, although by today's standards, he was basically a chiropractor because that was all he did. He had been hired by Delphine to help with her daughter's spinal deformities. So, yeah, there there was a lot going on. He was supposed to be working. The next thing you know, he impregnates her. And what is he going to do? He has to marry her because at the time, you can't get a woman pregnant and not marry her. Wait. Yeah. 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 So, a little bit of backstory on Delphine and her husband, Louis. Mm -hmm. Um, So, in 1831, they purchased the property that's at 1140 Royal Street. Um, She and Louis lived there with two of her daughters, um, but their marriage was not a happy one. Neighbors overheard them arguing constantly, and it was almost unsurprising when Louis packed his bags, and moved out in the early months of 1834. Wow. Yeah. Just like us back then, huh? Yeah. So, losing her husband, it drove her insane. Um, Rumors spread that she was harming her slaves, and then an incident in 1833 um, took place where a young slave who worked for Delphine uh, she fell to her death in the courtyard. And so like, all... On a fence? She fell, like, out a window, I think, or, like, yeah. off a ledge or something, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. Been, it would have been epic on a on a. I don't know fence. that she was impaled. <laughs> I don't know that that happened. Um, but so all eyes go to Delphine because people say that she's been harming her slaves. Like, why wouldn't she just push one over the edge when she got oh angry? God. So the people think she did it. So, an investigation is held, all of her slaves get set free, which, praise be. Yeah. But one by one, she purchases all of them back. Wait, can she do that? She did. Wow. So, the events within that home quieted until the morning of April 10th, 1834. So, fire broke out in this luxurious home. Um, It not only destroyed... I know, right? It not only destroyed part of the house, it also brought to light seven slaves who were living there, starved, tortured, and chained in the upper part of the building. What a freaking crazy wench. Yeah. Truly. So, she... Delphine herself is portrayed 
so many ways. In Horror Story, she is, like, experimenting on these slaves and doing just truly inhumane things. Uh. And it was always rumored that she was experimenting on her slaves and, like, broke one of their arms so they had to walk what? like a crab. Or there there were so many insane okay, stories of her. she's messed up. She's insane. But none of that has been proven to be true. It could be, though, because since her husband would experiment, right? I don't think her husband was experimenting. I oh. think he was just doing... Normal stuff. Yeah. I think she was the wicked one. Mm. Yeah. But there's no proof that any of this happened, There, but there was, like, people rioted because they found out that she was harming her mm-hmm. slaves. Um, so... <sighs> The riot. So nearly 2,000 townspeople come to see the victims. They are appalled. They cannot believe how these people have been treated. I'm and surprised they were appalled. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. there were so many, too. Yeah, the thing that I've heard is that they actually treated their slaves as equals in in that region for... I'm not sure... I hope so, yeah. Yeah, but they did. So that was one thing that it they had going for them. It did seem like back then it was a more liberal kind of Yeah, it was a city. little bit. So they are appalled. They want her to pay for her evil ways, which, good. She should. Mm-hmm. But she manages to escape. She's never seen again like in New Luan. Orleans. Like Luann, the real housewife. The <laughs> yeah. Getting out of her handcuffs. Yeah. She... What? <laughs> This is recent she facts. Practice. Yeah. So, she's never seen again in New Orleans. The townspeople tear the house apart. They took all the valuables. They say that she went back to France. She might have died in 1849. No, there's she no, was reincarnated as Luann. There's, there's no proof. Um, they think, like, December 7th-ish, 1849. Um, but it's still not 100% known. Rumors swirled that she actually did return to New Orleans under a fake name, but this has never been proven. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to keep this Um, up. So, to this day, they hear moans coming from the slaves' quarters. Uh, Phantom footsteps are abound, which... Of course. Yeah. Um, There's a feeling of general uneasiness. Classic. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, a former resident was murdered there after telling a friend a demon resided in the home and the demon had told him that it would not rest until he met his end within that home. And then he got murdered there. Oof. So. Rough. Yeah. Um, for a time it was an all-girls school where students, they started having scratches and bruises and when the headmistress or whoever she was asked what was going on, they said, it was from that woman. Like, they couldn't point her out in a room of people. They just kept saying it was that woman. Well. So, hmm. I do, I also think that it was an African-American girls' school. So, it was um, maybe Delphine up to her. Maybe they were scared to, like, tricks. call she out. Worst. Yeah. She sucked. She's so, um, a medium went there, and she said that she felt a little boy who likes to play pranks, and a very anxious little girl. But she said that it feels like all of the negative spirits have since left the building. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't don't know why, but that's what she says. Um, And then the one that's more common is tour guides and guests will feel tugs at their belongings while they're kind of walking around that area. So, 
Hmm. They watch your bag. They do. <laughs> They're pickpocket ghosts. <laughs> but that's the LaLaurie mansion. She was... That woman a, is... Truly a, truly a woman. <laughs> Speaking of true women... Oh, we got another been, one? Yeah. You've been to um, the, the Two Jacks. Two Jacks, uh, the bar, right? and dining dining, dining experience. <laughs> oh, is that what it's called? Rated 3.9 on It's now. just called Two Jacks. It's rated 3.9? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> I personally wasn't super impressed with it. It's very bare bones, but it's oh. fine. Yeah. It's a spot. It's famous. Is for... there a history for Julian Altinge? E- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I don't. Let me know. So he was a famous male actor during the 1900s. <gasps> and I should know he this. He was also a woman impersonator, and he is someone who brought forth drag. Yeah. As entertainer. Shut up. Yeah. So he's very famous. And he was considered to be one of the highest paid actors during the times. And oh, why don't I know this man? I yeah. am upset. Chris probably loves him. Chris Absolutely, probably does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he dined at Two Jakes in 1917 when he was performing in the city. Mm-hmm. And he autographed a photo of himself that ended up being framed and hung in the restaurant for nearly 100 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Let me, let in me, 2000, let me listen. In 2013, the picture was taken down and put up in an attic during renovations. So, okay. You know, they, didn't want, they didn't know where to put it. I was like, that's rude, but... Yeah, okay. I'm just going to put there. After that, a couple had taken a picture of themselves while dining at Two Jake's and noticed a ghostly face that appeared behind them. <gasps> right where Eltinger's photo used to be. He's like... Where'd you guys yeah. find me? So, <laughs> they took it down because I think this is why they took it down. They have like all all the celebrities who have dined in there, they have a photo of them mm-hmm. and they were like, No one knows who this guy is anymore. He's but, no longer <sighs> relevant. So they ouch. took it down. He would be pissed about that. The, I, who wouldn't be? The ghost in the photo looks just like him. I've seen this photo though, and I think it's questionable. Do you think it's doctored? Do you think it's shopped? It looks a little too much like a human face, just, like, (laughs) floating in between two people. We'll definitely post this photo, because I've seen his photo, the real photo in the restaurant, and I've seen the photo of the people with his face behind them. Hmm. I'm not 100% certain that it's not doctored. We'll get, we'll throw this to the people and see what they think, because... I would love to know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to end this with a real treat. And this is my favorite story. I'm so From today. Excited. I'm just today. Yeah. As we've said, there's going to have to be probably 20 New Orleans episodes because there's yes. so many hauntings. But this is my favorite because I will, like... I have days where I think that I'm going to up and move to New Orleans and become a tour guide. I have these days. Mm -hmm. And so the last time we were there, I said to Steve, I want to show you this house. So I walked in there. I didn't even have to, like, look up how to get there because this house seriously stuck with me. And there's no proof of this story, but it's just creepy in itself. Mm -hmm. And um, it's now apartments. It's broken up into, like, six units or something. But... um, they experience paranormal activity there, which may or may not relate to this rumor, hmm. but um, there's definitely still something there. So it is the Sultan's Palace. 
at 716 Dauphine Street. So, from 1839 to 1873, the house was owned by a wealthy plantation owner. What do you think its name was? It was frickin' Jean Baptiste Lepreach. That's what they all were. So, he used this house specifically for entertaining and socializing during the fall and winter. Because otherwise it's hotter than hell. Um, the rest of the year, he and his family occupied their large plantation home in Plaquemines Parish. Don't know. Cool. Yeah. So, sometime during the later years of Lepreet's ownership, he was approached by a young, wealthy man from Turkey who wanted to rent the house since they weren't using it year-round. Um... He was going to rent the house, or so he said, for his older brother, who was a sultan, and he would, the sultan would be coming later on. He's a liar. Mm, Yeah. So, the young man needed this large house to accommodate a large party of men and women who traveled with the sultan. I mean, if he is a sultan. Yeah. So, it's said that when the sultan finally arrived, he brings with him fortune and gold, and he established a line of credit with every single bank. (laughs) So, he's living large. He used his wealth to transform the Creole-style house into an eastern pleasure palace. Damn. So, this is from the Turkish guy or the sultan? The sultan... So... They're both Turkish. His brother came and said he wanted to rent it, and then the sultan shows up, and he... And so he is a sultan. Yes. Oh, I'm surprised. So the story goes. Mm. So, um, he brings with him all these fancy things. He transforms this house. The doors and windows get covered and blocked with this, like, heavy, lavish drapery. Blackout curtains. Basically. <laughs> but, like, fine fabrics. Beautiful mm. colors. Like really rich. In. Really, Yes. Who doesn't love to sleep in? Well, mm-hmm. I never can, but I try. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, he beautifies this place. Incense fills the air. Men patrol the grounds with curved daggers in their belts. So they've got this whole staff of of guards. So you're, you're in New Orleans. It's dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Sounds dramatic. And then the iron gates around the property were chained and locked, and the house became a fortress of sorts. So it's they locked that shit down. Um, it's very VIP. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the Sultan's harem moves into the house. It consists of women of all ages and young boys, even yeah. to fulfill his unsavory desires. Oh, yeah. All right. what, so what, what he about was freak nasty. Up. Yeah, it was a dark time. Yeah, but I what don't al- look up to any of these people. Why do you think it's so? Chris. I love her. Why do you think it's so haunted? True. Bad. Yeah. Bad people. What about tigers? Yeah, tigers. I don't know if he had any tigers, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. He had some jasmine to find he that better out. Better some tigers. True. So, there are parties every night. People are like that place is wild as all hell. There's tons of people. There's like thirty something women in, living in the house. It never Jeez, ends. Dude, Playboy they're, Mansion. They're up. Yes, it's like the Playboy Mansion of the time. Mm-hmm. They're up all night and all day and all partying, partying, partying. So one morning, neighbors passing by the house noticed that blood was streaming down the front stairs and out the <gasps> gates. That's not cute. What did he do? Yeah. So the authorities are summoned. They didn't get an answer at the door. They're knocking. They're knocking. So they force their way in. They go inside. At some point in the night, a massacre had taken place. <gasps> everyone, in, everyone in this harem is dead. 
What? Stop. What year was this? Uh, <laughs> we have to go back. So he bought the he uh, he took over the house. I'm thinking. Uh, I mean, was it in like the 1800s? 1800s. Okay, Late that's 1800s. crazy. That's the so, what? Did they all drink the Kool Aid? So wait. <laughs> blood splattered everywhere. Oh, no, Floor, blood. walls, ceilings, headless <gasps> bodies, amputated limbs scattered everywhere. They'd all been butchered to the point that they couldn't even tell whose head was whose, where the arms went. Gross. It all happened with a sword or an axe. They think there may have been multiple people in there chopping everyone up. There had to be if there's 30-something people against how many? There was a rebellion. Yeah. So, the horror doesn't stop there, though. All the victims, including the guards, had been raped or violated in some way. (gasps) So, it... Super dark night. (gasps) So, the sultan... This wasn't the party we expected. They're like, where's the sultan? They can't find the sultan anywhere. So, they're thinking, he did this... Or, he, where is he? So, one Who day, is there is, law enforcement comes back to the house, and they see sticking out of the ground what looks like mushrooms or something. And one of the detectives goes and touches it, and it's fingertips. No. And it was the sultan buried. And upon further examination, they find dirt and all this shit in his lungs, so they think he was still alive when he was buried there. But... What a crazy freaking night. Who, what? So there's the theory that um, it was a family member who, you know, he had stolen money from, and that's how he was living this lavish lifestyle. Or there was a pirate's crew, because there were pirates uh, there at the time, um, who wanted all of his riches, but... Whoever did it was never discovered. What a way to die. Yeah. There's also speculation that it wasn't even the sultan in the ground. It was his brother who originally rented the home. Mm -hmm. And the sultan, he had, like, assumed the sultan's identity. And the sultan came and killed him. You know how you could tell them apart, though? The brother had fingers that looked like the top of mushrooms. Yes. So... Somebody should have noted that sound when they were alive. Yeah, exactly. Wow. These days, um, people will see apparitions in Turkish clothing. Ooh. They'll hear loud footsteps in the hallway. Disembodied screams coming from inside the house. Disembodied screams. How do they know that it's disembodied? It's a, well, because there's, no, there's no person. They just hear screaming. Oh, I get it. Yeah, so it doesn't have a body. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they'll get smelled. Not one that we can see. I see. I get Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm there. And they'll, there'll be smells of incense when none's being burned. So, a, like a residual haunting, perhaps. Mm. Um, to this day, though, like I said, there's no documentation that can be found of this incident. But the story itself, the hauntings, they continue to live on. Residents do claim to see the apparition of a Confederate soldier... Classic. And that of a woman. I don't know if it's the same Confederate soldier from the River in Orleans. Maybe he went to a party there. There were a, few there were a lot that came, yeah. yeah, but could have been a friend. Um, 
One resident also said that while he was going downstairs to do laundry, his dog got shoved down the flight of stairs by no. some unforeseen force. Bastard. Yeah. You don't mess with the pet. Yeah. Did he move after? I would immediately He didn't move, move but he said that his dog, from there on out, like, refused to enter their living room unless he, like, physically brought the dog into the room. Huh. So. It's not right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then another resident says that the only strange thing that really happens is that their keys keep going missing and they never show back up. But they said... That's a common problem. It's definitely weird. <laughs> That's a common problem, Janice. Yeah. Find your keys. <laughs> but they said that the vibe is definitely weird. They never feel alone in the building. Mm, it's not a good surreal vibe. It's a creepy. Yeah. So, those are just some of my faves. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go now. Oh, my God. I feel like I've been, like, three or four times in the last year, so. But we need to stay at... We need recommendations, too. Myrtle's Plantation. Myrtle's Plantation. Myrtle's is, I think, a little bit outside of, like, New Orleans proper, Mm -hmm. but... And we need to talk about those areas. Yes, definitely. We need to cover the bases. Yeah, there was so much going on. All of the fires, you have the pirates, you have... The plantations, you have it all. Lots of death. I I feel like debauchery. There's so much more to dive into. It's there's so much more. I can't even wait. Right. Yeah. That was fun. ASAP. It was so fun. It's no joke. My favorite city. I would. I look at Zillow and like Realtor.com way too often in New Orleans. She's trying to leave us. It's, I want, like, a, a weekend home there. I don't think I want to live there all the uh, time. Okay, it's like way Pierre, too hot. I can home. Airbnb it when I'm mm, not there. Very yeah. smart. Very yeah. smart. I'm a businesswoman. I don't know yeah, if you she, knew that about me, but woman. I'm stacking, Truly is. stacking my coins. I Do wish I was. listeners with some spooky New Orleans stories? <gasps> Please tell us. I haven't really had anything happen, although one of the Airbnbs I stayed in, I kept seeing, like, a, a figure out of the corner of my eye, and I just chose to ignore it, because... Girl, you gotta look on. We gotta look these days. Keep your eyes peeled. But listen, yeah, if you have any stories, email us. Yeah, or suggestions for our next episode, things you want to hear about, any little old thing. We really love to hear from you. We really do. Seriously, it's so fun. I do have some listener stories piling up, so we might just do a whole listener story episode. Kind of like, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. <gasps> Love it. Yeah, we have some good ones. So we want more. Um, Very Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Golden Ghouls. And you can also email any of your stories to the Golden Ghouls Podcast at gmail.com. And we now have a Facebook group. Um, you can talk about episodes, post ghost memes, mm-hmm. you know. We love ghosts. On topic things. That's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you for listening to episode seven. And I guess we'll see you next time. Until then, stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Wee.